0: Welcome to Undoing the Complex with Chantel and Dante.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just sat down. I just sat down. Okay, but
0: if you would have seen his sitting down process, you would be in pain. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was slow and steady. Like the amount of times you adjusted yourself, you took a sip of coffee. You
1: you know when you're moving around and you realize how big of a human you are? Like, no. You're just like <laughs> occupying the world
0: i don't think i have that feeling often
1: bumping up against stuff shoe hitting stuff booty hitting stuff elbow
0: only when i'm in an airplane <sighs> i realize that there's a lot of me
1: laura upgrade us to first class in jesus name um all right well we're here i guess we we're starting um first of all Since y'all clicked on this um, podcast, you probably saw the title. So big announcement.
0: I am growing a baby in my body.
1: You're growing a whole child. We're pregnant. We we, we did it.
0: We did it. (laughs) Literally. Not too many times. It didn't take too many tries.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Fertility is one of my strengths. I should add it to my resume on top of organization.
1: No, babe. You don't control fertility. It happened. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to birth a child. Yes. Or not birth. But no, conceive, but Conceive. Yes. Yes.
0: And right now I'm sipping on ginger tea. Did you see what I did there?
1: No. Sipping oh, ginger, ginger. Uh, no, I thought like sipping tea, like sip.
0: Oh, no. Like the tea that we're sipping is the fact that I'm pregnant.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, we're pregnant. Um, we don't know the gender yet. Um our friends are kinda convincing me to do some kind of like gender reveal.
0: But he is adamant, was adamant about not doing a
1: gender reveal. Don't nobody like the vulnerability. Everybody but you likes it. We're talking about vulnerability today. Oh yeah, that is true.
0: It is vulnerable. I will say that.
1: It's vulnerable
0: to be what you have to have your I mean it's like F- your f- birthday party all over again. I used. To, I don't know about you, but I hated opening my presence, presents presence in front of people because it's so vulnerable mm. having them watch your reaction.
1: No, that was different. I love. Oh. I loved opening my presents for, in front of people. You would because it's it's me day. It was me day. It wasn't just you know. Yeah, I get that. And also, um, I guess that even goes to show that, oh. um, well, <laughs> goes to show that you can't control where your risk goes. I guess that goes to show um, that vulnerability looks different for everybody.
0: That is true. Wait, let's not jump into the topic yet. I want to talk oh. about pregnancy.
1: Okay, you want to talk about the baby?
0: Well, I don't know much about the baby yet, but
1: I know much about the mom <laughs> that the baby is being carried by. And Listen, how the baby oh is a so baby. I'm so sorry.
0: They actually can't hear it. I've listened to me knock the microphone on the podcast, and you can't hear it as much okay, as you can. Okay,
1: so I'm commenting on something that yeah. is. Not existent.
0: Um, but do you want to comment on how I am during pregnancy? Right now I'm eating mini eggs. I just finished a bag of Cheez Its and I got a granola bar lined up here.
1: Yes, yeah, she's. Also,
0: yep. I am wearing my McDonald's pants in honor of the fact that I only eat McDonald's when I'm pregnant. <laughs> I'm wearing my, you can't see if you're on the podcast. They're McDonald's pants.
1: Listen, it's crazy, McDonald's. I still remember how the fries taste. I remember I hadn't eaten McDonald's in like seven years. I remember how the fries taste. You want to know why? Why?
0: Because I ate them yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I did. Oh, baby. I also, there was one morning where I was, I mean, pregnant, but I just wanted breakfast sausage. Like I was texting in my mom group, like, does anybody have breakfast sausage like the kind that looks like a turd that's all wrinkly and dry, Ugh, but it's like why you salty? Give that description, it's I, I, my craving was breakfast sausage, and I was like, you know where I can get breakfast sausage for under a dollar in an egg McMuffin? Make it from with McDonald's. Some lettuce and some cheese. Yeah. And a hamburger, it was ninety nine cents for a sausage and egg McMuffin. and i pounded it and it didn't hit the spot that's the thing about pregnancy cravings is you think that you your body knows what it wants and then you eat it and it doesn't satiate it satiate it
1: and then you're frustrated and looking. i imagine it's what
0: hell is like oh like you have a desire and a craving and a need that gets met and then you try and get it met and it never gets met
1: you just have the desire yeah Mm. but yeah don't know but i don't want to go there i know um I mean, my experience of you being pregnant. Um, wh- what version do you want?
0: All the versions.
1: Okay, I'm gonna give you the um, the raw, the real, the ugly. No, I'm just playing. The vulnerable. Um, no, you've been you've been doing good, but man, it's been some days.
0: What do you mean, days? It's every day.
1: No, no, no. I'm talking about for me. I'm talking about me.
0: Yeah, I know. Isn't it every day for you
1: too? Um. Some days you're better than others. It, it's kind of like a hit and a miss of interactions with you. You could be like today. I'm going to be honest. You've been short. You, you, I
0: wouldn't be short if you weren't slow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I told you my body. I'm trying to move it. Listen, I'm about doing my best.
0: I'm also, I'm not sure if you can hear my mini egg crunching, so I'm trying to move. Also, if anybody out there has a bag of Cadbury mini eggs from Easter that they don't want... Send me a DM because I am on the hunt for Cadbury mini eggs, and since Easter is over, they don't sell them anywhere unless I want to pay twelve dollars a bag on Amazon.
1: And then send me um, some money with that so that I can go get her a coffee when she requests. Me no, to I go can't. I can
0: only have two hundred milligrams a day, and I drink it. Okay, just se-
1: send me something so that I can go get something for myself yeah, out here go. trying to survive. No, nah, honestly, it's been it's been alright. Like. There's been moments where I'm like, okay, I need to go talk with somebody because you're crazy. Um, but I haven't thought, like, my first thought hasn't been, oh, this is, like, this is hell. Because um, you never know. When you have a pregnant wife in the house, emotions are everywhere. Now, there was a couple of weeks your emotions were, like, all over the place. It wasn't, I seem to have forgotten those. Oh, I didn't. I didn't.
0: You, oh, yeah, it was out there when you said... Oh. When I had like said something about your parenting and then you said, are you going to let me parent him? And it was like the, I couldn't stop the tears I, from coming. It was like, they like spewed out of my I eyeballs. I was like,
1: I, I did. I just was saying. My that,
0: feelings got hurt so fast.
1: Yes. And it was, it was like Con red. Yeah, and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. She, I bet, I bet they heard that. So I'm in this moment. We're in the backyard. Um, you know i'm I'm a dad and how i'm gonna father them is gonna be different how she mothers them and we know that and we respect each other and that there's a moment i call zai and i say something and she said she comments something and i i just said a little comment and maybe i could have you know okay, held it
0: you, a, no, no no you didn't have to hold it you could have just said it nicer
1: okay i didn't say Are you gonna let me parent him
0: like? <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay i might might have felt a little triggered in wanting to parent my child but at the same time it came from a a real place like hey let me let me let me do me you do you it's very true um but then yeah it was it was like it was like i crushed your world yeah yeah and you weren't super empathetic i was i was gonna ask what did i do what did i do (laughs) tell the people
0: i don't what you did you i think you didn't do anything that was the problem yeah
1: i didn't know it 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 threw me off guard i wasn't ready for that probably
0: because you were still a little bit triggered so it was hard to be like oh
1: no but it was the intensity of your emotions from that moment threw me i was like oh i was grateful that i remember quicker that you're pregnant Mm. i remember it quicker because the time that it takes me to remember that you're pregnant and the time that the moment happens like that middle space can be a whole lot of space for arguments and craziness. Yeah, so if I can remember real quick that you're pregnant, I can have a lot of grace,
0: which is probably a lot well easier air quote. Cause I, I would say that I'm a pretty emotionally steady person. Yeah. I'm pregnant. Yes. Like, I feel like I'm pretty steady. If something affects me, it's because it really affected me. I'm not like a roller coaster yeah. in normal that's life.
1: True. That's true. That's true. And, and so now, um, Man, we're we're on that roller coaster. We're riding.
0: Honestly, though, when I get pregnant, I'm like, it kind of just gives me permission to just like ride it, ride ride the roller coaster, <laughs> and let myself. If I feel sad, I'm gonna cry. If I feel whatever, I'm gonna just because normally I'm just so steady. So yeah. it almost feels like a little cozy.
1: Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> we just forget that I'm on a roller coaster. Too. Yeah, freaking screaming. No,
0: you're kind of like behind, like you like holding on to the roller coaster. You're not really in a car.
1: Right. I'm like outside of the cart not even scrapped it scrapped in i'm just holding the back
0: yeah
1: so that that's been um pregnancy these days i but am
0: i don't know how i how old i how how far along i'll be when this airs probably like 12 or 13 weeks
1: also one of my closest friends just came out of like pregnancy baby baby lander they're, they're getting out of baby land rory amari oh so i have him to laugh with and
0: and to remind you of yep. the joy set before you
1: yes and then also another friend Nick just also got out of um pregnancy land too so I got I got a lot of people that I can go to when um you turn into a T Rex
0: I bet you have a lot of phone conversations behind closed I do. doors I do
1: <laughs> I do that that's why I'm like I'm trying to like think through like <laughs> what some of the conversations I've had that you don't know about
0: probably a lot of them because I'm sleeping
1: yeah that's true I sleep
0: I go to bed as soon as the boys go to bed around 730 I'm getting ready for bed and I'm in bed by like 8 830
1: and some of it's just like hey man I just gotta talk with somebody and and
0: I'm not like a crazy I just no I'm tired the nausea is never ceasing both all three of my pregnancies have been different with nausea with Zai I woke up with nausea but as soon as I ate my bagel with cream cheese and pickles on top I was good like My bagel, cream cheese, pickles, and my black tea, and I was good for the rest of the day. Kobe, my nausea started at 3 p.m. on the dot Mm. every day for the first three months. And this one, I don't wake up with it, but it kicks in pretty soon, probably around like 5 a.m. And then it's there all day. Yeah. It never leaves.
1: It's important for me to hear that kind of stuff because then I can like empathize. Yeah, and just like, man, you're actually doing your best, you know? Um, but I, I do, we do have this kind of running joke or it's a joke for me, but it actually really helps me where I'm like, all right, I'll see you after pregnancy.
0: Yeah, we, it's like we talk about me in third person when I'm pregnant.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'll see you when you get back. Um yeah. But it actually helps me because I'm like, oh, my expectations, what, you know, I'm getting from you is.
0: And because we've been around lower. the mountain twice that we have we have That's a track true. record of like, oh, no, I do come back. That's true. I come back with yes. energy and excitement That's,
1: and yes. I um. I, I even know for your second trimester, I'm not even like excited about it. Wow, why because because la- the last, oh, the last one, time I was so excited. I know. And it was like a week of energy and then you're just back in it because normally it's for
0: those of you who don't know pregnancy, your first trimester is when you're very sick, you're very tired, because that's when your body is doing most of the work because your placenta hasn't been created yet. So everything that is happening with the baby is pulling energy from your body.
1: Your placenta maker.
0: But by the time you hit the second trimester, your placenta is doing most of the work, and so it's not draining from your body as much. So, second trimester is supposed to be like the glory days, like of pregnancy, where you get energy, you get your sex drive back, you get your like, you just are more energized and more excited. I I
1: remember waiting for that last year, never came. It never came. Mm. (laughs) So this year, your boy's ready. (laughs) (laughs) So. I'm just I'm just ready baby comes and healthy mom healthy baby and all that fun stuff. So
0: 2022 I'll see you baby. Yeah. Oh no, 2023.
1: Well, really it'll be for Christmas. I'll see you at Christmas.
0: We're going to have a cozy Thanksgiving baby just like I always wanted.
1: Yeah, I hope it's before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Cuz I want to be able to eat and plus I'm a groomsman in a wedding. Shout out to Jordan Young. My boy just got engaged to the girl of his dreams, Emily Johnson. And they are amazing.
0: Well, do, I'll do my best to push it out before then, but no promises.
1: All right. Well, that's that's the exciting that's news. That's the
0: exciting news of the day.
1: Yes. Um, and then you want to hop into this topic about vulnerability and what is vulnerability why is vulnerability important Um, and what's the power of being vulnerable? Because most of us, if, you know, we live in today's world, we didn't really either learn vulnerability or we had experiences that taught us, man, if we, if we show up vulnerably, then we'll experience pain on the other side
0: and rejection.
1: Yeah. And so getting back to that space of where I can, allow people to see me um to the point where um you your definition was kind of it costs you something to the point that it costs you um that's what we kind of want to talk about a little bit um
0: I remember I learned about vulnerability in first year because we I came here to ministry school where people talked about their feelings and we didn't talk about our feelings growing up that i can remember in a way where you actually felt like you were heard and seen i felt like we would give each other information even in friendships i never felt close in
1: my friendships so more like um transparency
0: yeah transparency versus vulnerability it's very different transparency is like you give people all the information all the fact like even with just pregnancy transparency would be like we're pregnant we're due november 16th um we're not sure what we're having yet right blah blah, blah. but vulnerability is like yeah we're pregnant we're due in november i've been Here's really tired it's affecting us yes i've gotten triggered kind of how we talked about pregnancy we're letting us actually see what is going on inside rather than just giving information because somebody could say like oh yeah she I know everything about her pregnancy when she's due, but you don't actually see me. Vulnerability yeah. is where you actually see me. Transparency is just information.
1: Right. And vulnerability looks different for every person because one person sharing something. I mean, we experience this even with how we engage on our social media. Mm-hmm. Like, and we, we've talked about this and we've had conversations where we talk about like, oh, your level of vulnerability is a little bit more than mine because that's just what I'm willing to show. Mm-hmm. Like, But I still want to show people the authentic, real Dante, but the level of vulnerability...
0: And I think where vulnerability—not I think where vulnerability matters the most—is not social media. Vulnerability matters in your closest relationships, right? Because
1: you you do that on social so that people can feel permission to be where they're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But my vulnerability in my friendships is very different than how vulnerable I am on social media right like my if and that's when it's an issue too if you can be vulnerability on social vulnerable on social media and then all your friends are finding out valued information about you from that space then you're not actually really being vulnerable
1: right Right.
0: because there's not a lot of vulnerability i mean there is vulnerability on social media but there it doesn't affect them in the same way that it would a close friend who sees you
1: i saw i saw that a definition of vulnerable being vulnerable um was um to wound like wound wound. you said to womb no not to womb Um, to wound to to wound
0: right because vulnerability is opening yourself up to where somebody could hurt you exactly but also it's opening yourself up to where somebody could love you and embrace you and accept you in all those spaces and
1: the level of healing that can come from that space of vulnerability is we've both experienced it Mm -hmm. um yeah
0: where's your notes
1: i um listen
0: i'm like so much normally i don't know if you've know. if you're on youtube you'll see that our surroundings are. i mean our setting is a little bit different because it is is it is it is 10 o'clock in the morning instead of eight o'clock yeah at this night. is different for me so um, i'm a little more on than yes, you are
1: yes um okay here's a question why aren't people vulnerable
0: because it's terrifying
1: yeah why is it terrifying
0: because you subject yourself to not just other people's opinions but your your opinions being corrected or um, challenged or I think a lot of people don't like being vulnerable because they want to keep their own opinions or their choices and they don't want anybody to sway them and so opening up yourself to somebody else's opinions of hey I'm This is what I'm feeling. This is kind of what I'm thinking. And then someone can come in and be like, I don't know, like maybe there's another way you could look at that. And that feels vulnerable and exposing. Uh,
1: Abrasive. Yeah. Conflicting.
0: Uncomfortable.
1: Uncomfortable. Yeah. Because vulnerability is uncomfortable.
0: But because you have to be humble. Mm. Because I think a lot of us are proud, not in like a pompous kind of a sense, but we want to have our opinions, what we're going to do, how we're going to feel, how we're going to think about things, and being vulnerable and opening ourselves up is allowing somebody else to challenge that.
1: Yeah. I love that. I love that you just made that connection that it takes humility to be vulnerable. And there's some other elements that I want to talk about, but like humility says, man, I I can bring myself low not not to think of myself less it's not to think uh, or to think less of myself but it's to to be able to bring myself in a way that someone else can influence me mm-hmm. that I don't have to be um amazing in front of everybody all the time right but at at my worst um when I when I am struggling that I can let someone in and it's okay it doesn't define me of being you know Mm -hmm. the idea of better than or doesn't uh, make me feel less than when I open up to somebody and they correct me or they give input or insight that I might not have had before um yeah
0: yeah because being vulnerable is letting other people see you not just in your mess and in your pain but also in your exciting celebratory moments and sometimes those can even feel more vulnerable because when you're excited about something you want to be met with the same amount of excitement but sometimes people don't get it right or people don't know what to do with that amount of joy and excitement or they don't actually know how to celebrate you because they don't know how to celebrate themselves and so it's exposing like you said to wound it's exposing ourself to the humanity of somebody else by showing another person our humanity
1: yeah That's so good.
0: But I think with that, this is why we don't just be vulnerable with everybody. Because we're not just vulnerable for the sake of being vulnerable or because, oh, I'll do it on social media because I'm being vulnerable. We actually have to pick safe people to be vulnerable
1: with. Yeah. Can you um, define a safe person?
0: I mean, everybody has different kind of gates for what they need in a person in order to be fully vulnerable i think some basic ones would be someone who's not judgmental someone who doesn't make it about themselves um somebody who actually wants to hear you and not just i think one of the most painful things about being vulnerable is if you open up about something and then the other person is like yeah that was kind of like when that happened to me with xyz immediately you want to close up right, and right. because they're not actually seeing you. And I think that this comes with trial and error of hmm. being vulnerable with people and realizing Ooh, that's, that is not my safe person. Yeah. I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel covered by that person. Right. And Cause
1: I, I think so many times we almost create these narratives of like, man, I was vulnerable once or twice or three times and the same thing happened. Right. And so I'm not going to open up again but the value for vulnerability should be greater than the pain that you might experience mm-hmm. in it. Because what is
0: the purpose of being
1: vulnerable? I love that. The purpose of being vulnerable is to receive strength from the people around you with where you're at. It's to it's to not do, we were never meant to live alone.
0: Right.
1: We were never meant to live on an island we're never meant to live isolated. We're never meant to um, have all of the solutions in one person. That, that's not how we're we're wired. And so, being able to—I mean, even down to a chemical level—the the connection and the, the chemicals that are released in connection and in openness. Um, and so, I think that the power of vulnerability is not just in the sharing. But it's in the the response that you get and receive from people. Um, and I think there's many times where, you know, you can be vulnerable and someone doesn't get it right or someone might not even know how to respond to your vulnerability. And I don't think a lot of people have been given permission mm-hmm. to share what you need. Right. Hey, in my vulnerability, man, this is really terrifying for me because remember, vulnerability looks different for every single person and you might have some similarities to different people but vulnerability looked different so someone might not even know that you're being vulnerable right someone might not even know that you're you're opening up the deepest heaviest thing like I I have a friend who opened up to me and he actually gave me link like he told me like hey this is really hard for me to share mm-hmm. so I instantly knew the room that we were in right and I was able to engage accordingly. I was able to be a friend that, that he actually needed. And so I think in the same way, when, when we're bringing our vulnerability and we're, when we're deciding to open up to someone, um, open up to them and let them give them context. Mm-hmm. And that's not out of self-protection or that's not trying to set yourself up and make yourself look better. Right? Like that's not the goal. The goal in vulnerability is not to look better. The goal is to be seen where you're at, so that you can have assistance, so that you can have strength, so that you can have fresh perspective, so
0: that you're not alone. So that
1: you're not alone, and you can you can voice those things. But I think knowing what vulnerability is to you, or sorry, know, knowing um, what you're being vulnerable about, I, I think it's important to share that with mm-hmm. with others.
0: Cause then you set the other person up for success too, because like you said, everybody displays vulnerability different. And so you'll kind of respond to somebody else's vulnerability in the same way that you need. Right. So being able to set somebody else up for success of being like, we had to learn this early on in marriage of when I'm sharing something painful and trying to process something, you would be quick to jump to solutions. Fixer. Yes. Fixer. Which is very normal. But
1: but here's the thing that that was in two part because it was like, oh, I naturally want to help you. Right. Like out of good intentions, I want to help. But um, there's a lot of things done out of good intentions that were never good. Right. Um, And so I out of good intentions wanted to help. But on the flip side, I didn't know how to sit with pain. Right. And so I used my good intentions to hide the reality that, oh, I actually don't want to sit and the pain and the uncomfortableness of where you're at. Right.
0: So then I had to communicate, Hey, I don't need you to fix it. When, when you try and jump in and fix it, it doesn't make me feel really seen. And so I just need you to listen. Most of the time, I don't even need you to say anything. I just need you to hear me out. And that takes, it takes even, it's like layers of vulnerability. Like I'm about to be vulnerable with something, but then I have to take another step of vulnerability to let you know what I actually need in my vulnerability.
1: Right. And and believe that you are going to receive that. Mm-hmm. Believe that you you're gonna be there for me because I think a lot a lot of times vulnerability um, doesn't happen in a place where there's an absence of trust. Right. And here's the thing about trust because people take trust and say, "Well, I don't trust. I don't trust you. I don't trust you." Trust can be broken and trust can be built. No matter the situation, no matter the moment. And when you believe that about trust, you realize like, oh, I can I can be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like vulnerability is available for me for me. I can build trust with people. I can tell people, hey, this is what um, trust looks like for me. It looks like when I share something with you that I know that you're not going to go share it with someone else. Right. When I when I open up to you, I know that if you have a thought in your mind, you're not going to go dwell on it and look at me that way but that you'll ask me questions and not assume. Right. And so knowing what trust looks like, because then when you know that, and you know that that person has agreed to it, man, that just created the grounds for me to be vulnerable.
0: Right. And I think a part of that is we actually have to take a look at the vulnerability fails in our life where people didn't get it right. right. And actually heal from the pain of growing up in childhood, childhood. This isn't me, but being trying to tell our parents how we felt and they never, or they said, stop crying or it's not right. a big deal. Like right. just figure it out. And that creates pain in us. And then it creates a belief system of, Oh, when I'm vulnerable, I'm only met with rejection Right. or me being open is not a good thing. Or me having emotions is not okay. And so then we have to also in our current relationships where we're trying to build trust and vulnerability, we first have to look at, oh, we probably might have pain in the area of opening up and being vulnerable. And what are the beliefs that I have about vulnerability, about being open, about letting somebody see me and doing a little bit of work there and some healing from relationships of our past, putting some compassion on the people who got it wrong because they probably didn't know how to be vulnerable themselves and if you don't know how to be vulnerable your, yourself you're not going to be able to receive somebody else's vulnerability and so in being vulnerable and going on this journey and building trust you also have to take a look at the vulnerability fails of people growing up and people in your past too
1: right so um it feels like this kind of goes into what I was going to ask next but like what's someone that's wanting to take steps into being more vulnerable with the people around them. Cause we've talked a little bit about the value of it.
0: Mm -hmm. I think I, I'm not sure if I shared this story in the episode on finding your people, but my beautiful mom group that I've known for five years and we've built this, these friendships with each other. We met every week. We have this beautiful group of friends, Um, but vulnerability it didn't start that way. It's not like we all showed up and just decided to start being vulnerable with each other. That was a choice that was made over time where we were hanging out, we were being pregnant. Mm-hmm. We were just having kind of service conversation, getting to know each other. But then a part of relationships is like, we could stay this way in this friendship or we could take it a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, but in friendships, it's always like, okay, who's going to do it first? Is this something that we both want? Maybe we, maybe this person does just kind of want a surfacey relationship. And so it takes yeah. risk to be vulnerable. And so I share the story of we were about to go on a mom's night out and I didn't want the conversation to just be talking about our kids. Yeah. And so you challenged me right before I left of if you want vulnerability in your group, why don't you? open up and be vulnerable first. And so long story short, I got to the restaurant and I did that. I just opened up about something in my marriage and then it shifted the whole conversation and everybody started opening up about theirs. And then that became kind of a bedrock that our mom group was built on where we'd share everything about ourselves, our life, our marriage with each other. But it was risky because I could have done that and then it could have been crickets, you know? right? Everybody could have been like, Oh, that's because weird. with
1: vulnerability you don't know what's on the other side. Right. You have an idea of what could be there if there's trust there. Right. But reality is you actually don't know how a person is going to respond and you're saying, "Hey, I relieve myself of the need to control how you will react mm-hmm. or respond to me. I trust and believe that when I am vulnerable that people come to my assistance to lend strength." to make me to help me not feel alone
0: right and this is why vulnerability is i don't know if i want to say it's a process but i guess so in the sense of you're not just gonna meet somebody on the street and then test it out and be like i'm gonna be vulnerable and tell you my life story because then that that doesn't build trust like these girls i had known for months and so it's not like you just drop a vulnerability bomb and hope that well hopefully they receive this but you're building trust over time and vulnerability comes with that and trust
1: And I, I want to speak in two more things, and then we'll finish. But um, one, you might be someone who's been vulnerable, um, or sorry, um, someone who's not been vulnerable. You're listening to this, and you're like, "Crap, <laughs> dang, shoot!" I I haven't been vulnerable with the people around me, and I've been pretending to be. But I want to start making steps. I want I want to just tell you that there is no shame and realizing where you are at Mm -hmm. i think it's a powerful thing to realize where your feet are to come into reality of oh this is where i'm actually at because now you have something to work with even if that's working backwards but the the reality is we all have a choice every single day to step into vulnerability to be open to be seen Mm -hmm. and um and so i just wanted to say that to those out there who haven't started the journey of vulnerability or somewhere along their life, they got hurt and decided to close off that, man, you can start today with someone who's safe to you and just let them know. I listened to this podcast. I got triggered the whole time. This memory came up. Just won't let you see me.
0: Or in a relationship, a friendship. I was listening to this podcast and I realized that I actually want more vulnerability in our friendship. Is that something you would want?
1: Right. And you can, you can start that today vulnerability isn't reserved for whoever it's for everybody um and then the other thing I wanted to um talk about as we were talking I literally thought about this concept an idea of um vulnerability hangovers because mm-hmm. you're talking about jumping off the deep end and I think a lot of times we can kind of experience that vulnerability hangover man I just open up and divulged in a way that I haven't been vulnerable in a long time and i just let a lot of people in or i just let a couple of people in and man i am feeling the hangover of like oh that's a lot i'm gonna help you the the way that you allow vulnerability hangovers to um one not cause you to run away from vulnerability because a lot of times you can experience that hangover and be like man i do not want to feel that again mm-hmm. shoot that was like way too much here's here's the thing that causes the vulnerability hangover it's the thoughts that you have after Mm -hmm. what could that person be thinking about this did i share that the right way oh man dang it did i overshare this moment oh wow was that was that a moment that all of those thoughts causes you to feel more anxious causes you to feel more unsafe causes you it's all out of uh Um, Oh, that how that person's face um, looked when I shared this moment in those moments. You have to to be aware of your self-talk after you've shared something you need to to um, pat yourself on the back and you need to say, man, I chose courage because vulnerability takes courage every single time Mm -hmm. because you don't know what's on the other side. And you're literally saying to yourself, I am resilient. And even if I experience pain, I'm gonna be okay. That's what vulnerability is. When you decide to be be vulnerable, you're actually saying to yourself, I am courageous. And so following moments of vulnerability, reinforce your your thoughts with, with good thoughts about yourself, about the people that you share it with. Man, that person had that face, but I trust that they'll tell me something if they had a had a moment. Or Man, I'm gonna ask them, hey, when I when I shared this moment and and your face did that, was that towards this? I promise you, I promise you, those moments are gonna be so healing because you're gonna realize that the thought that you had wasn't true. Right. And if it was true, which I promise you, it's gonna be very few to none. But if you find out that it was true, oh yeah, I did have that reaction, you're gonna realize that person's gonna come to you apologizing, like, oh yeah. i i I, yeah i had that face that wasn't or here this was my question from that moment and and you're going to be able to dive into deeper connection so Mm
0: -hmm. yeah or you realize that that's not the person who you want to share your vulnerability with or
1: that and that's also okay Mm -hmm. yeah so um man we hope that this helped um we're pregnant (laughs) so um, vulnerability is awesome vulnerability is amazing baby. we're making a baby um it's and a good day it is it is a really good day it's a nice day out um it is kind of nice doing a podcast getting it's the so nice kick started and then we got the rest of the day ahead of us so
0: we're doing this because i'm pregnant and i'm out at night yes. so we're yes. filming some in the day
1: yeah all right well that's undoing the complex
0: stay tuned we got lots of exciting episodes to come